Welcome to another chapter of In the Keep Podcast. I'm your very own prophet of the drowned god, the Motherlode. This show is all about the world of arena first-person shooters, classic FPS games, their legacies, their lineage, and the people who keep that world turning. These are the players, the developers, the streamers, the influencers. It is the will of the drowned god, Cathala, that our communities band together in her cathedral to frag and give one another into oblivion for all eternity. Hey, just a reminder before we get into this interview with the lovely and wonderful Rotten Rose that you can go to inthekeep.com, inthekeep.com. There you will find links to all of our stuff. So if you want to find our Twitch account, if you want to find our YouTube account, if you want to find... Links to listen to the show on your favorite uh, podcast app on your phone so you can listen to it while you're running or while you're uh, doing the dishes or whatever the fuck you want to do. It doesn't matter. Totally free and open. Anything like that, you can go to inthekeep.com and it'll be there for you. All the previous episodes are listed. Everything. So please enjoy that. Please absolutely take advantage of the ability to do that. We very much appreciate everything. Also on there are support links. uh, PayPal, Patreon, Amazon Affiliates. You want to support the show? Please do. If you don't feel like it or you don't have the, the cash, like whatever it is, it's it's fine. It's a free show. Just saying, it's there if you want to show a little bit of support monetarily. Also, to support, you could just like tell people about the show. That's just that's the most important thing. Tell your friends. Uh, post it on your social media. Everything you know, share it. That's that's the whole goal here. It's about community. So as of the release of this episode, speaking of community. It is October 1st. Uh, A lot of big things in October. Obviously, there's Halloween. We're going to celebrate the fuck out of that. Um, Gauging interest here. Is anyone interested in doing a cack-o'-lantern contest? As in, instead of jack-o'-lanterns, which it would still technically be a jack-o'-lantern, but the point being to make cack-o'-demon jack-o'-lanterns. I would like to see people submit awesome pictures maybe to twitter or like i'll make a channel in the discord or something like that if you're interested in it uh for people to post really cool cackle lanterns i have so much interest in this i think it'd be really fun and then maybe we'll like look through them pick our favorites or have people vote on their favorites or whatever and then we'll give like a prize or something to the the best cackle lantern of the year i think that could be really fun let me know what you think of that it's just spitballing here uh, also, big thing every October, as in last year and now this year, and hopefully every October from now on, those of you that have been around for a while and have uh, been a part of the Keep will already know this. Those of you who are newcomers, first of all, welcome. But in October, we like to do a little thing called the Pigeon Classic. And essentially what we do is we pick a charity of some sort it doesn't have to be like a gigantic you know corporate charity really not into that kind of thing uh so much could be that if it, if we really trust it but the point is we're going to over the course of the next little bit choose a case or a charity that we really want to give to and then we're going to host a big event uh probably going to be the weekend of the 18th and 19th and do it a big blowout, you know, full-on events, stream the whole deal, and take all donations for those two days and give them to that charity. Last year, we donated to California Wildfire Relief. It was a big thing affecting the North Valley last year, and we raised like a couple hundred bucks, sent it straight to them, and it was awesome. This is a small-scale event. The State of Quake helped out with it. And, you know, basically we just asked for everybody that was entering in the event to give a dollar and, and people end up going apeshit and just donating like, I don't know, like 10, 20, $40 a pop. Yeah. We raised quite a bit of money for the cause. And then also people that were just like watching the stream, they threw in and all a hundred percent of that went towards the relief fund. Now this year we want to go a little bit bigger. Uh, so we're going to have basically three events. We're planning to do Friday night, doom, probably survival. Uh, nationwide moose of the u.s quake community is going to support that and set up something really really special we're not sure what it's going to be yet but you know and then we'll just have like a private server everybody will join in and then we'll play and shoot the shit and hang out for a while essentially on stream it'll be fun 
that's the idea. Uh, okay, so then Saturday morning, I intend to put on some kind of really epic Quake World exhibition match for you. I really have a good idea in mind that's going to be super awesome if I can get it to happen. I do not want to announce it just yet until I absolutely know for certain that it will. But essentially, count on some kind of really cool thing happening for Quake World on Saturday morning that will also go towards the charity event. And finally, I think that Saturday night we will do another King of the Keep for Warfork. So that'll be really freaking fun. I don't know uh, exactly who all will join up for that. We'll definitely kind of leave signups open. I'll be willing to sit there for a little bit longer than I usually would because it's all in the name of a good cause. Good cause yet to be determined. This is just a... Basically, letting you know right now. So, plan on Friday the 18th, Saturday the 19th of October, us jamming out and having a great freaking weekend, all for a good cause. So, hope to see you there. Okay, that's enough of that. Let's just get into the freaking interview, man. We got Rotten Rose on the show. She's incredible. She's amazing. She's everything. She's Jahar's wife, and she's so much more than that, man. She's just... a, a fantastically incredible, amazing human being who's just been such a legacy in the Quake community, the AFPS community, the Doom community, everything. Like, just awesome as hell. Designs the merchandise for Tasty Spleen, does a shitload of work just in the background that you'd never know about for Tasty Spleen. Also, if you go to QuakeCon, man, you're gonna, you'll, you'll see your heart on the stage, you go up to the stage and you want to Participate in the events, you're going to have to go through Rotten Rose to get there, man. She she is such a trooper, and I, I can't keep talking. I just want to get into this interview. So, music this week is by Agrax Simon. It's a really, really cool track. I enjoy it very much. I hope you do too. And after it's over, we will be in the keep with Rotten Rose. Um, otherwise known as Mama Quake sometimes, at least in recent years. I work with Jahar on Tasty Spleen TV. I've been with quite a few organizations. I'm still partially uh, working with honeybees at this time. We're not doing much, but we're still just, you know, existing. Okay. So I guess I'll go ahead and ask since you brought it up to begin with. So what... What happened with the honeybees? Like, we're everybody just kind of like mixed it back. Is it still a thing? Is it not still a thing? Who are the honeybees now? What's going on? We're just, we're in kind of a limbo right now. Um, we did lose Turtle, which is perfectly fine. We were really there to just support her and give her a platform to be on where she had that support. And she's, I, I honestly, I love every lady who has been in Honeybees, which there's not many of us. It just started out with um, Dad Ash, um, Jane Doe, otherwise known as Miss X from God, if anybody's familiar with that very old team. Girls of Destruction. Yes. Myself and Festive Turtle. And it was mainly just so we had a team name to compete with at... Um, at DreamHack Winter, see where we could go with that. But we all have lives and we all got busy and things just fell to the wayside. Okay. That's about as satisfying as answer as I, I, I don't know. Something made me think like someone got shot or like Biggie Smalls type situation. I'm not sure. But oh, no. Not, not we're, all, okay. we're all on good terms. We're all still very close friends. It's just we all have lives. And I'll be honest, if somebody wants to go play another game that's not like Quake, I have no interest. Yeah. I barely have an interest in an all-girls team. It's about who was on that team. Yeah. No, I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that they're girls like, oh, for instance, Miss X, like, just one of the greatest Quake oh, players God. ever, period. For, forget 
being a girl, she's just amazing. So, and the same thing applies to Turtle and all of you, really. It, it's a, I mean, almost gimmicky, I guess. To be like, yeah. Well, it's an all-girls team, but whatever. You know, if it gets attention, it brings attention to the game, then the ultimate goal gets accomplished. That that really is it. And it's just have a good time, play, do your best, improve, mm-hmm. but mostly have fun. So I guess where I want to kind of start off here is how did you uh, originally get into the Quake and Doom world and drift into this whole thing? Because you've been around for, I guess, as long as I can remember. I I take honor in that. Um, I was actually very late to the game. Mm -hmm. So Quake 2 was my first introduction to Quake in general. And I didn't start playing until 2007. Okay. So um, I, it was only a natural progression that at one point I would find Quake. I would fall in love with it. I remember when I was younger, I'd play over at my friend's house who had consoles. I didn't own one myself. I barely had a computer at any point in my life until I was older and could afford it. Um. So I'd play with them and we'd play on the N64 and I really loved GoldenEye and I think it was called Perfect Dark yep. where you could play multiplayer. So I had a lot of fun on those and I just the speed of them, the pace of them, it was fun to me. And then in high school, girlfriends were like, oh, we're going to Commissar's Lounge. Do you want to come play? We're going to do some Halo. I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. That's when I learned I'm not skilled with uh, two joysticks. My thumbs are not cooperative. I spin. <laughs> and um, so that happened. And honestly, I hated how slow it was. I didn't like the weaponry. I just, I can't stand Halo. Even before I knew there was something better. And uh, I ran into Jahar at um, at my college. We'd both graduated the year um, previously in 2006. And 2006 fall was rolling around. I saw him walking out of our student center, which had a cafeteria in it. Uh, he was coming from his math class. I was going to mine. I didn't know it at the time. And I just walked up to him and went, oh, you're pretty, and walked off. Because I strongly believe in telling someone if I see something I like, I have to mention it because people don't do that often enough. And it feels good to hear that, especially when you feel that way. And I just walked off. I thought nothing of it. And he's like, ooh, she thinks so. And so uh, he started hanging out more in the student center. And we finally started talking and getting to know each other. He showed us uh, Quake 2, me and uh, my really dear and longtime friend, Ash. Um, Not that Ash, but Ashton, somebody I've known since I was three years old, and she's the one I mostly gamed with before him. So we both started playing. We were playing on the Tasty Spleen servers. We were both god-awful. She was always better at it than I was. But I try. I got to know the community. I met my first trolls had fun with them, and um, actually got invited to be a part of BTF, Brothers of True Fragging, which actually contained a lot of of the ladies, which was funny to me at the time. And slowly but surely, I started to wean off of Quake 2, but at that point, I mean, it was, that took me a few years, because I go in and out of phases of actually playing actively and not. So, um, Jahar and I finally started dating at one point. Uh, we had a massive turning point where neither of us were willing to go, I like that one, to each other. It was, we have a good friendship. We're keeping this friendship. We're not losing this friendship. And then one of my our, our mutual friends, actually, at that time, she had been mine longer than his, but still a mutual friend, had an aneurysm that almost killed her. So we went out to uh, paint this rock that's on the side of the freeway to welcome her home right before Valentine's Day. (laughs) Whoever had written their message up there, eh, cares. We have somebody who survived. It's more important. So um, went back home, kissed, and then it was, we're not talking. Mm -mm, Not talking about it. And then we decided like two days later, we were going to try and be together. And then he made sure that I was dating him before he took me to QuakeCon. So back in February, because we were talking about going to QuakeCon back in August. 
then uh, QuakeCon rolled around. I went to my first QuakeCon. We had actually, we flew to a clanmate's house that I think was in Allen. I'm not certain at the time. It's still Dallas area, but it's like north and way out of the way. He had a lounge himself and we met up with the owner and person who runs and funds, Tacey Spleen. And uh, we all had fun. That's where we got to meet Deadbeat or Nithis as some people know him by. And then we all went down to QuakeCon and we roomed with Quads, who's the owner and runner of TastySpleen.net. And I found that I really liked the people at QuakeCon. They were amazing and the family that I never knew I wanted in my life. So I just started helping out volunteering when I wasn't playing games with Jahar and everybody else. Cause I was like, I can't just play games. I got to be social. I got to move. I got to meet people. Yeah. And I just kept doing that from there on out. You still do. I mean, this year it was my first QuakeCon and that was, you're basically right up front by where the streamers <laughs> den was and you're always there and everybody knows you're Hey, Hey Rose, how are you? And it was really fun uh, watching you deal with all the bullshit that happened during the doom tournament. Cause everybody was just like, coming to you like what are you doing and you're like it's not my problem i didn't do this like i didn't do this to you oh i can't even remember which thing it was it was the maps so people were really unhappy with how the maps were and then in the doom it was 2v2s they got out of order Mm -hmm. they got out of order on what maps they were playing and then uh, a couple of the doom guys were like losing their minds about it and yeah you dealt with it really well though you're just like hey you know shit happens it does. And you just got to roll with it. It's, hey, it's not money on the line. It's just a chair. Yeah. I mean, chair is great and I do want to see them all back, but it's still rough. And that's another thing is I want, I've always, because I fell in love with the community, I fell in love with the people. I really wanted to find ways to give back. So when Jahar started doing the commentary, I was like, okay, let me find where I can fill the hole for him. And it really is. I'm more of a people person. Yeah. And I don't mind filling that hole. Dealing with people. No, it's great. I mean, you got to have that. And what sucks is part of the reason why I wanted to have you on was that uh, everybody knows Jahar because he's on TV. You see him right there on the screen, but you're like doing all this really important work and and you're out in front of the people, but not the people on the screen. You're in front of the people uh, that are actually there and you're dealing with the actual stuff that's going on. And it was really fun to see you guys co-casting at QH land this year. Like I had not seen that previously and it was really cool. Especially that was the first time. Yeah. Grand finals. No, I mean, that's the first time we've ever casted together. Well, I caught it. See, it worked out good. I have casted with, um, inane. And I want to say move at one point and somebody else. It was fun. Um, I just felt like I couldn't give enough to enough essentials to it. I wanted to give more because I can't really get in depth with Quake World. I'm not a Quake World player, and I'll be the first to admit that I've barely played Quake World. I highly respect it, but I'm bad at it. It's okay. You don't have to be good at it to talk about it. Like what, what was fun is that you know uh, Jahar does play by plays, and he can really intrinsically talk about the game as if you he was a player and you were just kind of adding flair where you felt like it and it, it worked out great you had great chemistry and it was also like what four in the morning for you guys at that point before the mm. tournament was over i i saw one of the clips and i was like i look coherent i'm a good actor <laughs> yeah how did i do that but yeah it i mean blood dog made it so easy with quite a few of those the names I mean, you, you can't help but crack jokes about boners and uh, anus. I still need to ask um, Loctar and BPS if oak, I never saw the spelling of it. So I don't know if they meant like oak tree or oak as in and in Swedish. Probably both. They're probably fucking. Knowing them, yeah. Loctar told me to tell you hey, by the way. I was just playing oh. work. I was playing Warfork with him because he'd never played mm-hmm. before. And he, so he and I were dueling and I've never played against him before, but we met up on like a New York server and 
for the first five minutes of the duel, I was kicking his ass. And I was like, this is my moment. I'm going to beat Loctar. This is the greatest day of my life. I started recording even. I was just like, I had to capture the moment where I beat Loctar at anything. And then he stopped and he's like, hey, where's the LG? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then I showed him where it was. He bound it to his uh, keys. And after that, it was uh, that was it. I was done. Over with. Goodbye. Bye, Mother Load. Why? Yep. Why did you give him the advantage? It's it wouldn't really mean anything if I if at that point yeah. if I knew he was playing at a disadvantage, it wouldn't have meant anything had I beat him. So no, I'll just never beat him and that's okay. You're still younger than him. Much you can younger. beat him. Yeah. Like when he's like sixty five and I'm forty, I'll kick his ass. Just just wait for uh Rico to come break his arm. Maybe. I was surprised that Rico didn't uh, show up this year. Like uh yeah, something about prior uh, engagements came up with it. So I mean, I get it. We're all older. We actually make engagements. Yeah. Like I did today. I was like, "Oh yeah, when we were playing this, I have a lunch date and a dinner date." When did I get so old? Yeah, it happens. Real life happens. It does. That's why I try to do this on like actual off days when I have nothing else planned because if I you know, we we waited like what forty minutes for Jahar to get off the phone. Uh, yeah, is he still is he still on the phone in the background? He might, mm, maybe. Whatever. The point I think being, I see him playing Hunt. Well, that's what he was doing the whole time. He was just lying to us. No, I could actually hear his coworkers. It's fine. Uh, no, it's part of it. You just have to plan ahead and be an adult and accept that sometimes things happen. People have more important things to do than play video games or, you know, travel. I don't know about that. International travel to play video games an even bigger thing to ask of someone. And like, hey, can you get on the server tonight at 8 p.m.? It is what it is. So I hope to see Recall back next to a round. I was glad to see Loctar finally get a W at QH Land because I know that's like a life goal of his. And, and he's been retired, quote unquote, for a while now have him come back and and when was it it was a big moment for me because i had talked to him uh maybe march something like that and i was like dude you gotta do it you gotta get back in there you gotta get that w and he did and he actually messaged me after it was over and he's like hey man i did it (laughs) heartwarming so i'm proud of him and also i adore that man so much his um his, his and my cat are brothers from another mother as many may might know if they've seen them Except for mine's fatter. And uh, you know he rigged DreamHack so that he can only ever be the champion at Quake World for that? No, tell us the story. I don't remember it completely. But I know that... (laughs) So he won at Quake World. I believe they had gotten a wee bit drunk. And um, they didn't book a place to sleep. They didn't plan that far ahead. And there was another few factors in here. He won. There was a bowling ball involved and also the staff dormitory. I wish I had interviewed him after you because I just talked to him yesterday again. And I could have asked him to tell this story. Yeah, yeah. His telling of the story is so much better. Well, then I'll have to get Loctar Part 3 happening. Yeah, you do. Cuz I remember there was um there's there was a bowling ball and a break in of the staff dormitory if I remember correctly. Okay. And when this story was told to me, I was still pretty drunk, but you know, you could always interview BPS and maybe get it. Well, I talked to BPS too and I got to have to do BPS part 2 and Loctar part 3 to get to the bottom of this mystery. Actually, it's BPS and Loctar and Ande are the reasons that I have been so adamant about going to any QH land. Mm. I remember way back after Jahar and I got married. By the way, he proposed to me at QuakeCon in the BYOC with a Quake 2 map he made for me after talking to John Carmack to make sure all the elements would work. You can talk about that all you want. I was reserved not to ask about the proposal because I know he's told that story on like Quake, uh, Quake cast and State of Quake, and I didn't want to like redo the whole fucking thing. But if you have a unique perspective on it, I'm sure it's a lot more magical from your your voice. Well, I mean, I guess it could be. So, um, it was after Jahar had gotten into doing more of the um, 
the radio show casting using um, uh, QTV. Mm-hmm. So people could watch it and tune in and everything. It was before Justin and Ustream and all that had come in. So he was doing all that. And I was helping support and making sure everything ran nicely and people were staying in order. If I had to get the whip out or not. So, uh, yeah, all that. And then we uh, we partnered at QuakeCon with uh, Quake Unity, who used to do a lot, have a lot of videos up. And so, um, oh, God, I can't even remember their names anymore. It's been so long. I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. Well, the gentleman who owned and ran uh, Quake Unity had us on. He had Railwolf. And he also had somebody else I didn't know from the community and then Slasher as well. He had brought on that year. And I remember there was Quake Live TV, but they weren't Quake Live TV at that time. They were Urban Terror or um, ETQW TV because they were streaming for them. And that had Grease Scotsman, Slava or ST Lava. and um, and fish sticks on their team. And I remember they were across the uh, the exhibit hall from us. And I would just glare over at them going, what are you doing? I don't know you. But you seem like you're going to be a problem for us. Anyway, all that goes down. And we're um, they're using me as a photographer. So I'm doing some photos and stuff. And I'm working with Railwolf on that as well. And Railwolf was essentially distracting me the entire time. While Jahar was finishing up with the uh, with the map because he hadn't completed it, he, I had told him because I'd seen other Quake Cons at this point. I've been to two before that. I was like, if you get me on stage, you have me. You you have them say we're doing a quick draw tournament and you propose to me. I'm going to punch you in the face and tell you no. Because no, be unique. Don't don't put me in the same as everybody else like that. So he made me a map and it was really pretty. So he was um, talking with John about elements because he made me a pavilion map. Moonlit with a hill and everything and a sacrificial pillar off to the side. It was nice. And spires going up to the sky with the moon in the center. And it was like, hey, let's play FFA. Let's go. But the thing was, it had a button in it, hidden. And from the sky, the ground would shake, fireworks would go off, and drop down in stone, will you marry me, from the sky. So he, I was just going around taking pictures. I didn't even realize he was talking to John at the time. And I had this beautiful picture hidden somewhere so deep, I don't even know where. I'd have to, like, dig it up, of John just turns and smiles at me they're testing out lights the light comes on right above him and he's just got this nicest smile on his face looking at me i found out later jahar had told him if she says no i'm blaming you and so that's when john turned and smiled at me but anyway we were all playing together and one of our friends had found the button first it dropped down will you marry me I didn't even have my earbuds in. It had happened so fast. I was just like, let's go play. And he taps me. He's like, look up. And I was like, oh, that's lovely. Yes. He passes me the box and we keep playing. Yeah, that was actually far more eloquently told from your point of view. Well, <sighs> I think he was panicking. I mean, I would have been. I was panicking when I proposed to my wife. I, mean, I didn't know what to do. Oh. It, was, it was weird. but. Well, he already knew he had my agreement on it. Because I was like. Unless it was on stage and then you would have punched him and said no. Yeah. Try again. Well, I mean, it was before that. It was like, hey, I think I think you're somebody I would like to marry. So if you want to do that, you figure out how you want to do it. Here's one of my grandmother's rings that you can use. Let's do this at some point in our lives. And left it at that. I don't know, it's such a beautiful thing that you guys have this to bond over. Like That's kind of a unique thing. Uh, a lot of people, most of us, you know, it's like, oh, well, one of us is into this, one of us is into that, and we had to find some other kind of mutual 
stomping ground to enjoy together, but you guys have a really unique uh, thing going on that, that you both like kind of put your life's work into uh, Quake and all of this, everything. It's wonderful. It's an inspiration to the rest of us. Like, man, you really can be happy and be a Quake. You, you can. Yeah. And the thing is, is that don't discount your spouse on being able to enjoy gaming. There, it might not be Quake what they enjoy, mm-hmm. but they might find something that they can enjoy beside you and have a great time. It doesn't mean you have to play the same game. Maybe slowly you can ease them in. Bring them my way. I'll take care of them. No, we got Galaga. We got we got Stardew Valley. Nice. It's all good. It's fun. Oh God, Stardew Valley. I feel so bad. XX is gone. I showed it to him one stream, and he was like, "I did not know of this game." It's fantastic. Thank you. It's like a modern uh, Harvest Moon, you know, in a lot of ways, but it's still got that old school like Super Nintendo feel and better UI, everything. Absolutely, it's absolutely amazing, and it's so addictive, and it's great to just jump into and not have to worry for hours on end. Yeah. Except about my turnips. That's why you just get just get a sprinkler. It's fine. It, it takes time to get there. At first, it's like a grind at first, and then you get everything automated. But I think I think before we got on this tangent, you were going to tell the story of how you said the reason why you want to go to QH Land is because of BPS and Loctar, and then we went on th- a three wrong tangent from there. So yeah, so uh, sorry, I do that sometimes. No, it's timelines it's- wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. I just try so, to make a note when we, like, I, I want to get back to this, but we'll get there. Yeah, you could just clip them together how you need them. Nah. So, with Jahar and I, after we'd been married, we'd moved to Oregon, worst place ever to live, at least where we were, we were on the east side, so nobody go over there. I don't recommend it. And we, we didn't really have anything else to do other than gaming. All my friends were online. I I just threw myself at Quake and I love it still because it was there for me and the community was there for me. So Jahar gets asked if he can cover QH LAN. I think this was like 2011, 2012, something like that. So we woke up at two or three in the morning to start up the stream Ande was his co-host, and Ande and I were talking in um, in chat and stuff. I think this was before it was done over QTV. I'm pretty certain of it. So Ande's like, I didn't know that people at European lands had like a sleeping hall and everything, and that was just mind blowing to me. So he sends me an image of Loctar and BPS cuddling, and I just went, oh, they're so cute. And also, I'd been cheering for them all the day because, you know, they talk, you see their personalities. And then I'm just like, I want to go to this. This looks amazing. These people are amazing. And roll around Quake World's 20th anniversary, all of them show up and more. And I actually get to meet them. I get to know them. And I tell Loctar and BPS about, hey, I've wanted to go to QH LAN since the last one. If you guys ever have one again, let me know. Because I want I will figure out a way to go. Jahar and I will be there. And that's when BPS ran off on a tangent and had the other one two years ago. Yeah, QH LAN 2017 was kind of a landmark for the whole Quake community, especially Quake World, in that the production was stepped up so much. I mean, it went from something that really a lot of people didn't see to this, like, monumentally, professionally done, beautiful event, and then 2019 even better. And I'm hoping that trend continues. We plan on it. As I mean, Jahar, he just has his standard, and he's insane with his standard. Let's just be honest. And he has sleepless nights where he's like, I can't think of what to do. I can't think what to do. He'll probably kill me when he hears about that. And just when he gets it, he gets it. And I'm I'm so jealous of his quality. But I'm also super proud of him because he he really puts his signature on something when he does it. Yeah. And he he only took one nap. During the second day of all that production. 
on, I think, like a 30-minute downtime. So I, I'm not going to lie. I took at least one nap a day. Because as soon as those lights were on and the daylight was out, I was like, I don't know why, but it's time for bed. Good night. But I sucked it up, and I hope I did okay. <laughs> it is what it is, you know, and the fact that he's willing to kind of like sacrifice a little bit of his sanity comes through in the work because it's, it is always fantastic. And it, and if he does have issues, I saw it live at QuakeCon, you know, I think it was the early part of the doom or quake world, one of those two tournaments in the BYOC, but he just like, we're taking a pause and we're fixing this right now. We're fixing this audio issue or something along those lines. And I was like, well, he's serious. Yeah. That's good. You know, sometimes, sometimes- you just gotta let it roll, but. Sometimes if you can fix it and make it the best that you possibly can. And that's why you guys have built such an amazing brand. I feel like that's all Jahar. Nah. It's I'm just community. Ah, uh, no. I'm not willing to accept that. Fine, fine. Why why would you know, you gotta have someone to love you and support you through everything. If you do it all and by feed yourself. You. Yeah. I mean, shit. He's been eating. That's that's actually, yeah, that's actually my favorite part when we used to have the uh, the Quake Open link here mm-hmm. was when people would come over to cast and it was like, here's a spread. Enjoy. I'll be in the other room working. Bye. That is nice. So what all do so, you do for uh, Tasty Spleen, though? I, I know the, the merchandise mm-hmm. is pretty freaking sick. The graphic design work that you do, you did uh, Violent Heart's recent logo he's very proud of and it showed off a lot. Oh, I love that logo. I'm very proud of it too. Um, yeah, I just sometimes update the the merchandise. Um, Jahar has a new one up that I really need to buy me a water bottle of. If you haven't seen it already, it's ask me about my bath water. Yeah, we've seen it. I need that in my life. Maybe not on a shirt. Actually, I should have had one for QH Lend. That would have been perfect. And um, well, I uh. I don't keep up the calendar. I let him do that. Um, I started uploading videos to the YouTube finally. Um, sometimes I used to do Twitter more often, but I haven't recently since I've been working for the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll update um, the Twitch. I always keep up with ch- Twitch chat anytime I can. I, I, d- I don't really do that much. That's a lot. It's more than I'm willing to do no. for myself. It is. Uh, all of it. Every little bit really adds up because it's hard to do by yourself. I mean, this is something I'm learning really recently. I'm completely new to all of this podcasting, uh, streaming, casting, all of it. It's, it is a lot. And luckily I have people behind me who are willing to like pitch in and help out and do you know different things like co-cast or to just make the designs and run run sometimes run the stream while I just – focus on making sure the event goes smoothly. And I mean, you can go back through our catalog and see all every, I've made every mistake that I think I could possibly make thus far. And I'm sure I'll find out way more loopholes that I could fall through on the way to wherever it is that I end up getting. Um, I hope you never have a 2017 like I did. What happened in 2017? So 2010 was Jahar's terrible year at QuakeCon. 2017 was mine of me going, doing exactly what you do and it's broken again yeah because things just kept breaking i don't think i should say what was wrong but i wasn't given proper equipment to do the job that i needed to do no i understand i've been there i have a job like a day job where that is always the case yeah. Sometimes I feel like you know. Sometimes we get paid to make beautiful art, and sometimes we are given chicken shit, and we turn it into chicken salad, and we try to sell it to people. Yeah, that's okay. If that's what it is, that's what it is. But I mean, but yeah, I I totally get that the mistakes and everything, and just going, oh, I could have done that better. But it's it it helped me mature. It helped me grow, and actually helped me. It pushed me to learn more things. So like when Jahar is out of town, yes, I actually can run King of the Hill. Do I always want to? No. 
because then you have me casting and that that doesn't help you improve at all because I do not have the knowledge he has as to when you should push, when you shouldn't push. I try, but it's hard for me to figure it out. Yeah. Is it because you don't want to, like you just don't feel like sitting down and doing it? Or is it because you wish you were able to like have that, that quality? I want to have, I want to maintain his quality. Yeah. And also I'm a panicker. Like, not going to lie, I panic about everything and it's ridiculous. So like before we went on, I was like, I'm running late. And then. hmm? No, no, you go ahead. You're on thought. Oh, Uh, yeah. Just like uh, one one time he was out of the country. And it was it was in 2017. It was before QuakeCon. And I needed to make things work. And sometimes one of the pieces of equipment we use is called an Enogeny. It's an external capture card. And it's a HDMI to HDMI with no external power source. So if the motherboard cannot provide enough power, you can lose audio and you can also lose video. And there's no sign that that's an issue except for if one side, it has a power light on either side. So if one side doesn't have a power light, then the Inogeny is not receiving enough power. And that happened. Uh, it was before we started using um, the NDI to transport the game from one PC to another. So I had a panic and I did the worst production probably ever of King of the Hill, but I did it. And the thing is, I did it. That's that, that was my hurrah. I did it. But I was also go on the phone with like Boov crying because I was like, I don't know how to make it work. And I, I got to do things and I can't get it right. <laughs> but I did it. So it really helped me with my temperament, I think. But I still, I panic a bit. And probably now I would do a better job at it. But I'd also have to steal Jahar's computer. I mean, if that's what it takes. Steal and it. if he's here and he's just exhausted, that's, I'm probably not going to get away with it. Do it when you can. Like, we want, you know, everybody wants the best quality. They want it to happen as often as possible. But if it doesn't happen, it's okay. And actually, speaking of events coming up here, there's the Tasty Spleen Cup or Tasty Cup Doom Edition 6 on the 14th. And it's going to start at 4 p.m. Eastern. There's still spots if anybody wants to sign up. I don't know that this will be released before the 14th, but I will do my very best. Well, then go watch it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, we had a uh, we had DB Thanatos and Michaelis on the show uh, a month ago, like mm-hmm. right after QuakeCon. They were fantastic. I love that game. I think it's better it's, than the real Quake Champions. That's just me. It feels amazing. Yeah. I don't know if I always like it better, but I really enjoy it, and I cannot tell you how good it feels to put one of Glenna's totems on a set of stairs because that is that's surprising. Totem right up the pooper. So how like you. You you said you kind of go through periods where you play and then you don't play for a while and everything. Uh, what what specifically? I guess it's still Q two for you, or do you you really like to play other quick games or do, what games do you play? I guess. So really it was Quake 2 I started fading out from, but I was watching a lot. Mm -hmm. And then Quake Live came along and I hated the movement. I'm not going to lie. I hated the movement so much I couldn't get out of my head. You hate the Quake Live movement pre or post Steam release? Both. I hated it no matter what. But this, this was way back, way back in Quake Live TV days when I was with them. Okay. So I was super involved in the community, but you would never catch me playing because it was just, I didn't like the movement. Now I, I don't mind the movement at all. I can deal with it because I've gone through a few different FPSs, a few different movement styles and it's been, it's been good, but, um, mostly what just happened was I got irritated with it. Then somebody forced me into 
a training session with an old pro and I was just fed up. And so it just kind of imprinted on me of, you don't like Quake Live. You don't want to play it, but you'll enjoy people in the community. You will support it. You'll do everything for that, but you will not play it. So that was a period when I wasn't playing any Quake. And um, then I got into Firefall pretty heavily for a hot minute until that died down. And then I got into, then I was quiet for a long time. I didn't really play any FPSs. I played maybe some Minecraft every once in a while. Um, Some N64 emulators when I could. And then um, Jahar was playing a lot of Dirty Bomb. And I took a mass shining to that. Like I, I pushed to get myself a computer finally built because I went without a computer for many years. When we were, um, we were still in the early stages. You know, it takes a while to get off your feet and really build up where you need to be, equipment-wise, because it's expensive. Yes. And so finally, we built me a computer, I want to say, about four or so years ago. Five years ago, I'd say. Possibly five. And finally, I was able to start playing games again. So I started playing Dirty Bomb. I started streaming it. And then at one point, I was like kind of fed up with that on for certain reasons. They kept changing things and I wasn't happy with it. I was getting irritated because I would just want to sit in a server and play. I didn't want to go into this whole, oh, we're going to put you into, we're going to put you in a queue and then you're just going to end up with people. No, I want to keep playing the same people so I can learn from their bullshit and learn how to counter it. That's interesting to me. And also I like maybe switching sides if I notice we're super unbalanced and I know I can help that team. I'm going to do that. I, I wish Quake Champions had that ability, but that's something they don't possess. Maybe one day in the future. That's the thing about Quake Champions that it, it's a very solitary experience for the most part. You know, you just you, you queue up, you try to get on a team. You can queue up as a team, but then you're required to also, you know, probably be on Discord or something in the background to try to keep up with your team. It's weird. And queuing up for duels is the same way. It's like, well, you're just going to get randomly paired up with somebody who may or may not be in your actual skill level. Whereas, you know, with the server browser, pop in, you know, see who's around. Hey, would you like to go to a different server if you notice that, like, hey, I, you know, I don't want to play Loctar in Quick World. Uh, I mean, I do want to play him, but I don't really want to do that. I don't want to just get my ass turned into a fucking sleeping bag for an hour. Yeah. You know, so, like, hey, uh, other new guy, let's go play. Like, that. You can do that. It's a more social experience, which I think is better and keeps people around. And you talked yeah. about uh, Dirty Bomb. Uh, there's mm-hmm. another, there's a newer game. I, I don't know if they're still developing it or if they've given up or what, but some guys that were pretty heavily involved in the Dirty Bomb community, one of them's name is Titan, I think. We're making. Yeah, I know Titan. Yeah, yeah. He's making a, he's making a game called Sub-Zero Arena. It's like a freeze tag game. Um, I think there was a, there's like a Kickstarter or some kind of fundraiser thing. I'll have to pl- figure out if they're still working on it. I'll have to too. Cause I remember I've played against him. I want to say a handful of times. Like I don't know him, know him, but I know him. That's a small, if community. that makes sense. Everybody knows everybody. And if you don't know them, someone, you know, knows them. It's, it seems to be. Yeah. And I, I still keep up with a lot of the dirty bomb community. Actually, one of my biggest supporters on my stream, I met on in dirty bomb. He can't play anymore because his hands uh, messed up from work in construction, but he's still very supportive and he's an awesome gent. It's good. Yeah. Um, so then I used Dirty Bomb to get ready for Quake Champions when that finally came out. And good God, was I bad at Quake Champions. Mm. I've improved a lot. And Quake Champions is, I guess the, the entry point is a little more difficult because you have to learn several different styles of movement. It, you know, uh, now the time duels, which I believe as of today are officially ranked, but, uh, so people could probably specialize a little more, but you know, in the round based duels, you had to have some kind of versatility. And I think a lot of people struggle with that at first. I don't know. Yeah. It was a struggle. Yeah. I can't play with slash. That'll never happen 
ever. Can't do it. Yeah, I can't do the butt sliding. And now that Peeker has it, I'm going to have a hard time. I tried, but I can't. I'll figure it out. I've I've got to figure it out. I have to learn how to bunny hop again. I had it down for a hot minute, and then I'm like, but I want to press forward. Forward's my friend. And it's like, you're bunny hopping. No, it's not. Stop touching that. Or like, I think reflex, you can kind of do that too. You hold down W while you're still kind of bunny hopping. But then it's more like um, strafe jumping. Kind of, yeah. Or wharf work, uh, you can actually alternate between the two. I need to try wharf work. I am so interested in wharf work. You should. I mean, Warsaw is incredible and went away for a while. It, and now it's it back was. In a big way. It's fantastic. I love it. We had a. I missed, uh, I really missed watching King of the Hill for Warsaw. Mm-hmm. I love that community so much. I mean, Ginzius and Inane and just so many wonderful guys. Dotson, if you remember him at all. Maybe we can lure them back in. We're slowly working on it. We got Zeb. We got a Ooh. yeah. We're working on it. We just did the King of the Keep the other day. The first War for King of the Keep, and it was really really fun. And we got a lot Do of really you like, need. Yeah. You needed to tell me. I could have advertised it on Tasty Spleen. I, I would have been happy too. I post everything we do on your channel. Now I can at you if you'd rather me do that, but eh, it's fine. Oh, and sometimes I, I just miss things, so... No, it's fine, dude. There's so much crap. People are posting everything they can in the Tasty Chat. Like, I don't expect you guys to take interest in every little thing you see, especially, like, how many fucking people are posting and bothering you guys all the time? And I, you think... I, th- I, I'm not that special where I just think everything I post gets looked at or clicked on. So, But you're doing something for the community. You're doing something for a game I'm super interested in. I'm going to start paying attention. Well, then I'll let you know when th- stuff comes around. Yay! Because I'll, I'll, I'll just tweet it out on uh, Tasty Spleen's Twitter and everything. Okay. Make sure we host you. Network. I win. That's what I do. No, I love it. I love everything that you guys do. I love every contribution that both of you have made to this community. It's, I mean, you're both my heroes. I love you both so much. God, we love you too. One day, I'll, you know, one day. Hold your heart. No, it's not. Get the, get the fuck out. That's if, I, if if it was all Jahar, we wouldn't be talking to you right now. But I, I have a theory that you're you're actually going to be more popular. He's already said himself that you're more popular at QuakeCon than he is, and it's starting to look like it's true because you're everywhere. He's sitting in one spot the whole time. You're like all around the around. Like I, I I swear it seemed like there were three of you. I'd be like walking, going back to my hotel room. I just left you. You were at the BYOC. I come around, catch a smoke, walk out of the smoke pit. You're coming back from my the hallway where the the pros bathroom is i'm like oh shit there she is again then i get out to the lobby and i'm walking through where the pirate ship is and then like oh god damn there there's rotten rose again you're all over you and dave oshry are like there's four or five of you both of you it's teleportation i'll tell you that much and i think i know exactly the night you're talking about because you would have found me at the bar yeah at the smoker patio at the player's bathroom and also by the pirate ship because I was running back. And I know exactly the, uh, it was probably around like 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. I was drunk. Yeah. I was, I had been drinking a lot uh, with the Doom multiplayer Doom Federation guys. And there I was. I love them so much. The multiplayer Doom Federation? I just love Doom players. Oh, I yeah. don't know if the Doom players I love are in there. Um, do some and human bones run it and devastation's pretty heavily involved. Like all this. Devastation is a very wonderful and close friend. Um, I adore Jay kissed. Um, there's so many, I just, and the one we lost. It happens. It was really yeah. unfortunate. I don't, don't want to get into it though. We might both start Thank you. Tonight, I'll start crying. Uh, <laughs> They're fantastic. I really enjoyed seeing Devastation take a triple crown this year. I was surprised. I wasn't super familiar with him. Like I knew like there's a guy who plays Doom whose name is Devastation, but then I was introduced to him at QuakeCon. I got to meet him. He will actually he will have already been released as a guest on this show before you are, but he's a genius. Oh, wonderful. He's so he incredibly is. intelligent. And he just got he swag. He really is. 
he got whacked by Hurricane Dorian because uh, he lives in Nova Scotia, and it went right through him. But he survived. I texted him the next day, like, "Hey, man, you still alive? You hanging in there?" And he's like, "Yep, I'm good. Just got power back." He's too hardy to let a little hurricane bother him any. And he's I like, actually go ahead. I introduced him to another um, Canadian. And I just nonchalantly, oh, by the way, here's Jane Doe, me Jane Doe, this is Devastation, he's a great Doom 2 player, like, top notch. And so we leave and everything, and I'm still with him, we're having breakfast, and I was like, oh, I forgot to mention Jane Doe, Miss X is the other name. And he went, that was Miss X? Why didn't you say this? Yeah. I really had to get her autograph. I really hope I can get her back on the show at some point because the first episode didn't go the way we wanted it to recording it live, but mm-hmm. she, she's incredible. Man. I she has so much respect for her and, and that whole story, the girls of destruction. Holy shit. How like that was a different time we think about quake. Now like we're lucky. Like if tasty Splane's covering quake, you know, it's like a big deal, but like back then it was for her, like MTV is talking about us and we've got corporate sponsorship and we're going to Sweden and, Practicing with Fatality and Violent Heart or Mega Blazer at the time and all these. Just like a different time. Just amazing. Yeah. Rock and stars. like so many people at that house. Like that gamer house to me sounds amazing. Like I pack my house during Quake and I'm just like, all of you get in the house. We're good. And that's another reason why sometimes I get called mom. Because I am a mother hen. People call There's me no way around too. that. I get I get a happy Mother's Day mother load. I'm like, all right, dude. <laughs> nice. Do you mother hen people too? Yeah, I mean, you're in in our Discord. It's like you know, two people have a little spat and like, oh shit, mom's home. I'm like, hey, why don't y'all calm down? Give each other a hug. Let's kiss it out, okay? Oh, I don't even do that. It turns into, have you been taking your vitamins? Yeah. Are you eating? Yeah. A poor Avic and Haran had to go food shopping with me. They're like, we're going to buy this. I'm like, no, you're not. I'm buying it. Shut up. It's fine. Mama's cooking dinner. She's coming home at this time. Don't eat anything else. Be hungry. So who are you most excited about currently in the, in the community? What, what, what games and what players are you have your eye on the most? I'd have to say Warfork really has my attention. Um, as always... Doom Edition has my attention. I love, um, I really do love Quake Champions. I'm just waiting to see where we go with it and how how it all pans out, no matter what. Adam always has my support and love. Thank you. uh, The show has really become the Adam Pyle cheerleading show at a lot of points. I mean, he takes so much and he fights so hard for us that nobody even gets to see. And it's just, it's hard when people are like, screw him. And I'm like, I will go get my baseball bat that I've put nails through and teach you some respect physically. You don't talk bad about Adam. They just don't realize And also, He's the scapegoat, you know, he's the the figurehead who's mm got to be shot down. But come on. Like, he's doing all the fucking footwork. He's definitely not trying to make Quake shitty. Why would That's not what he gets paid to do. He gets paid to try to do his best to make it as best as he can. Of a user experience. And he loves Quake. I know. I mean, look at his family. I, I love the piles so much. His wife plays. All of his children play. You know, the eldest two used to duel for chores. This I did not know. Yeah, they dueled when they didn't want to do a chore. Like each other or their dad? Like that'd be really each other. Like, oh no, 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 no! Like um, Andrew, you don't want to run into Andrew on a uh, on a server. His dad has some scary aim. So does he, and so does uh, his eld- his um, sister, Crystalline. She's a ama- uh, Starbuck. You might know her by. I know the name Starbuck. I can't say I've ever run into her. Um, she actually almost took Dewey. Quite a few years back, I want to say 2008 or 2000, 2000, no, not 2009, 2008, I want, was it eight? Sorry, now my brain's like working overtime trying to remember 
there was a young gamers league in the uh, or cup in the BYOC. Dewey won it. Starbuck took second. So yeah, and that shows uh, how long I've known Dewey. I think goodness, two thousand eight. I was in like the eighth grade, so seventh or eighth grade. Been a while. I wasn't around. I was like, I didn't even play Quake for the first time until a year later in the ninth grade. So, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot for me to catch up on. It's always a growing experience, and always like a, I always kind of feel like I'm seeing everything in retrospect and trying to catch up. But I think I'm doing a pretty good job, and I'm really glad that I got into Quake World, and I can really attest that back to you know Loctar and BPS and Messiah getting me there because it's been fun. Like I really, really enjoy those events We're, we we want to do manifest destiny too, but we're going to try to do something different. I'm excited to see where you guys go with this because I've heard at least I listen mostly mm-hmm. and I pair it a lot. I'm not going to lie and say, Oh, I have my own opinions on this, but I've heard a lot of people say, and I maybe have an opinion on it, but like learning aim and movement in Quake World will help you with any game you decide to take on that's an arena shooter. And I think that's reflected in Kovac's aim trainer. That is, and I think it's because everything's kind of based on id tech. Uh, even like the gold source engine is based on id tech. Uh, every everything, every arena shooter <laughs> since then has had to build on top of what was set as a precedent by. Quick world. So yeah, mm-hmm. of course, of course it would. The only thing it won't help you with is rails, and that's you get that from Quake 2. So roll with it. Only Quake 2. Yeah, everyone's like, I don't like Quake 2. You like it for the rails, don't you? Well, that's what I like about Warfork so much is that you have the hybrid movement, you know, you have the wall jumping, you have the strafe jumping, you have the you know ability to bunny hop and steer around corners like that, but you also you, you have a base of the Quake 2 engine. So you do have the slight uh, delay on rails. It's not a direct quick hit scan like uh, like Quake Champions is meant to be, but actually doesn't work that way. Um, you know, you have a little, little bit slower rocket time. Uh, again, like every it's it's a perfect marriage of everything from every Quake game that I love so much. If you if you want to wall jump off of shit like Nyx does, then you could just play Warfork and, and but still have everybody have even stacks and everything. It has the armor system like the like Quake Live's armor system where it's like 66.66669 or whatever the fuck is your, uh, that's how much damage the armor takes, but the timings work the same as Quake World where it's like, you know, after you drop below 100, then you wait, the timer starts for mega health. Armor's a little bit faster. Yeah, and Quake 2's the same. Yeah. Actually. Warfork, uh, well, Warsaw is actually, as I used to call them, a Quake baby. Yeah. It's a break off from Quake Two, a standalone. Well, that's why we have it under the Quake category in ours. Like, I consider it a Quake game, even though it's it is it has its own identity. But it is a Quake game. It's based on ID Tech Two and Three. And just like I feel, Urban Terror is a Quake baby. Yeah, all these games. Oh my god, I miss Urban Terror so much. Every first person shooter that's ever existed owes something back to John Carmack and John. All the guys that did and to Doom and to Quake. It's just the way it's always going to be. I dudes. can't agree more. Yeah. Well, Rose, I don't really have a whole lot else to ask you, and I know you have a dinner date, so I will turn you loose. Do you have any closing thoughts? Not really. This has just been so amazing, and I'm excited to see where you go in the future and where the keep goes from here. Well, thank you. I'm glad to have your support. It means a lot to me. Actually, the fact that you tuned in for Manifest Destiny was like, like we all almost had a heart attack. We've been messaging all day, like Violent Hearts telling me questions to ask you. Oh, Oh, she's so cool. Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh, you're cool. You're super dope. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves you. They don't, they can fuck off. That's my final word. (laughs) Closing thoughts. Shout outs. Flip the bird, anything. Uh, oh, oh, oh. There are going to, there's going to be another Tasty Cups later in the month as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, King of the Hill is going to be kicking off from now on. And I mean, if In the Keep is doing a Warfork King of the Hill, 
has my 110 support and I'm happy to boost that up rather than being like, hey, hey, Jahar, you need to do this. Maybe we could even have him as a guest caster on it. That would be really cool. I'd love to work with him. I mean, obviously, I've already said you guys are my heroes. I want to work with you guys, but I don't expect you guys to put in any more. You're already putting all your fucking effort into everything and you have hands in so many pots. Like, we're we're happy to pick up the slack where we can. So... I hope to have a working relationship with both of you. We will see. And until then, 